Hello, my name is Joe Hogan. Many of you know me as Epic Grays in various video games and social media. Welcome to episode 177 of Geekitude, a geek culture podcast that celebrates the inner geek in all of us. I am very excited to be joined by one of my favorite guests ever, Frasley from the Frazzlecast. How you doing, Frasley? I'm doing good. It's, it's going to be back. I'm trying to figure out when I was on last because like a lot has changed in my life since I was last on. Yes, yes. And so I'm I'm excited for you to share with us because it's been a while for us too. And it's just always nice to catch up with friends. Uh, you know, I'm going to look it up real quick because it's very easy to do. Um, the last time you were on here was episode 153, which was before World of Warcraft Classic came out. So that was almost a, a little over a year ago. So wow. 2019. And that was before you and I met at BlizzCon. Wow. Yeah, I feel like that's not right because I feel like we have talked to each other on – I feel like you've been on my show since BlizzCon, but maybe not. I, I feel like it – though I, I had you on Frazzlecast a while back. I, I, I know I'm named dropping already in the first few minutes. I had you on there, so maybe that's what I'm thinking about. But yeah, no. So I, I think the one that I, I, I'm most excited for because it, 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 it's exciting is finally now – being part of the LGBT community. And like, I, I, I came out as ace and, and non-binary this, this past year. And like, my life has felt so great. And like, I, I have felt unbroken now. And I think that's, that's been one of the, the most exciting changes that I, that I, I think I can say in, in the last year, 2020, 2020 was shit in so many ways, but right. I discovered myself this year and I, and I feel great. Like I, I like myself. I like, I like who I'm becoming. And I feel good and I've become a lot more vocal on Twitter and, and, and like Facebook and my podcast about the issues. Cause you had talked about how this podcast and what you do, you like to talk about issues that are not talked about a lot. And I, and I always admire that about you, but like, I, I, I was always afraid sometimes to use my voice. At one point I was known as the person who does not like conflict. Right. Anymore. <laughs> right there with you. <laughs> I can't say that I still, I can't say I like it, but no. I, I do feel it's necessary. And I think once you can make that switch over, like you, you just kind of learn to push through it, even though it's never going to be your favorite thing. <laughs> no, Cause like, I don't like making people want to unfollow me. And I, I, I've had it happen a lot. I want to make, make people like move away from me, but I realized if you have a platform, you sometimes need to use it. Like one of the coolest things was I had a listener say that, They've learned about being non-binary from me. So someone in their family came out as non-binary and the whole family is all confused and like, like trying to go and they're like, Oh yeah, yeah. I've got a gnome friend who's, who's non-binary. And they're like, they're so supportive. <laughs> and and one, it was cool that they thought of me as not male or female, but as like their gnome friend, but two, that they were <laughs> able to be supportive for this person with knowledge. Like I'm becoming a better ally because I, of what I'm going through, I, I, I'm becoming a better ally for so many things that like, I realized I was fucking awful as an ally before, and I'm fixing all that. I, I told people I owe, I own anything that I said before that was that was wrong. I I want to be the best ally and, and the best champion for causes now. Yeah, it, you know it's it's always a process, and people always make mistakes, and always like you, you can't be perfect 100. percent But as long as you're trying to grow, I think that's awesome. 
I, I liked what I like Cypher said online is like, be an accomplice. Like, like don't just say, say words, but like, have meaning with them. And, and, and I want to be an accomplice. I'll be an, an imperfect accomplice. Cause I'm going to say th- the wrong thing on, on something, but I will own it. I'll be like, yep. I messed up there. I think it was Kara. I don't know if you, I, I, I think Kara's in our same circles. Kara of this uh-huh. weekend track. She one time called me out online for something that I said it was in 2017. And to this day, I thank her for calling me out because it helped me work out of being defensive and be like, yeah, I can see how that was a shit thing to say and how it came across. And it's helped me try to change my language to be less offensive. Yeah. And, and again, we, I, I think both you and I are in the same boat where we don't, I mean, we never set out to be offensive, No, but um, we've always, we've always said on this show, especially a lot recently, like we don't have problems with people until they double down. Like yeah. it's the people who, who do something and are called out on it. And instead of going, thank you for, for opening my mind or opening my eyes or letting me see what the, the, what I was missing. They just double down on it because you do get defensive and and you have to train yourself out of that. And it's, it's not easy, but it's, I, 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 I'm glad you're having that experience. I think it's, it's wonderful that you are feeling in a good place. And I'm I'm excited to see where I'm going to go in, in the future and like how much more open-minded and how much of a better ally I can become as times go on. And and it's, that's the exciting part is to like look back 10 years ago and be like, I am not who I was 10 years ago. And I'm so glad for that. Yeah. And we're not going to be where right now we're not the same people we're going to be in 10 years. Oh so. no. Cause <laughs> I'll be like, Oh, I thought that, or I did that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Well, that's awesome. Well, in in terms of geeky stuff, what have you been up to? Oh, I think the the coolest geeky thing that happened recently was thanks to some generous donations, I now have a Nintendo Switch. Oh my oh, god! Oh, that's awesome. All right. Okay. So, what was the first game you got? The first game I had to get was Animal Crossing. One hundred percent. Yes, because it is. I feel like it's a cult at this point. Like it if you are part of the cult of Animal Animal Crossing, you have you have drink drank the Kool Aid. And it's so great. Like Nintendo, I love how they're like, "This is game. We're gonna keep adding to it because it has been selling something." Like you damn better we keep adding to it because it's why I bought a Nintendo Switch and. I think one change since I was on the show is I swear a lot more. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's okay. We've got an explicit rating, so just <laughs> for these circumstances. <laughs> and then after I beat, uh, like I recently beat Darksiders for the first time. So, guess what I'm now into? I'm now playing legal ROMs. I, I, I'm not trying to get into the legal or legal version of ROMs, but I'm playing the on the Switch the version of Zelda that that's available with with Switch Online. I've never played a link to the past, but it's the, it's the game. I think I talked about here when my sister was at a game store buying this game, I thought she is cool. And like, I, I, I loved watching her play and it's cool. I am now playing the game that got me into gaming. It was this in super Mario world that I saw my, my sisters playing. And now I'm finally enjoying these things. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, I. So you, we're so similar, so, so many ways. Because yeah. one of my happiest memories growing up was watching my brother play video games because he was just so much better at it. And I was like, I remember there was an entire uh, Christmas break when I think I was back from college and he was, you know, on break from high school. And I had at the time I for some reason I had a couch in my my bedroom, and so we set up the TV in there, and I kind of just like lounged on the couch, and he sat in front, and we just. 
I just watched him play. I think it was um, Prince of one of the Prince of Persia. Ooh, it's yes. so beautiful. The movement was so fluid and cool. And then I think the following winter break, he was playing and <laughs> came into my room really like around 11 or 12 at night and was like, uh, so you want to watch me play a game? And I'm like, you're playing. Um, oh, what was it? Um, one of the scary ones. Um, Wait, which console? Like, uh, it was probably a Nintendo. Okay. Um, like, uh, Resident, like Resident Evil. I think okay. it was Resident Evil. And I was like, you're scared. You're scaring yourself, aren't you? He's like, yeah, I need somebody else. Here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So I think that's like, there's, it, this is why Twitch is so successful. It is very enjoyable to watch people play video games when they know what they're doing. Yeah. Well, and like scary games, I don't play them by myself. I, I, I tried, but Twitch is why I play it. Though there are times that like, I'm like, no, I, I, I got to get past the alien and alien isolation. And I'm still like, I'm still struggling on that, on that one level in the med bay, but I got through amnesia. I got through Soma. I, I got through layers of fear. I'm getting through games because they're watching me play and they're giving me encouragement to get through. I, I got past the, the Karnak level in amnesia, um, dark descent because of, of, of Twitch being there. And like, someone's like, they're freaking out. And someone's like, I'm glad you're playing it. Not me. I was like, Oh, okay. <laughs> Well, maybe that's what I need to do. Maybe I just need to start streaming on Twitch yes. because one of my worst habits is I I don't I start a lot of games I don't finish them. I think it's the Aries in me. Oh like, yeah, I, I just I can't. And so maybe if I had somebody watching me, they'd keep me honest, and they're like, no, 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 don't create a new character. Ooh. Just keep playing this one. <laughs> is, is that why I'm struggling with that too? Because like I'm Aries. I, I didn't realize Aries is why. Ooh. Oh yeah, that's our. That's like one of our defining traits. We're great at starting stuff, terrible at finishing. Okay, yes, yes I stop <laughs> right in. Okay, good. That's awesome. That's awesome. Any other geeky? I mean, we're going to talk about the big geeky thing after the break because we're here. Anytime you're on, we're we're talking Warcraft. Yeah, us. absolutely. So I, I, but I, any other stuff that's been uh, geeky for you? Not really. Like, um. Oh, oh, one final one because I, 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 I got into horror and I, and I've, I've heard that like I used to not like horror, but I like horror now. I watched the, the Pennywise, uh, the, the the original It. I watched Exorcist. I have watched a bunch of like like Poltergeist. I'm watching a bunch of the amazing original stuff that I've never seen. I, I watched Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, that was a. I'm sorry, it's gonna be very controversial. I did not enjoy that one. I, that one to, to to me was was too comical. The original one, but. I'm loving seeing these things. Like I've seen that reference there, that reference there, where I've seen there. Oh yeah. It's, it's weird when you watch something that everybody else has watched and you have it. And then you start getting all the references yes. making for all the years. And I'm like, Oh, I get that now. Oh yes. The, the weirdest thing though, I got to say, and this, this, this might be the, the feminist in me. Poltergeist. The, 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 they're, the, daughter is leaving the house and the construction workers start hitting on her and like start like getting really all like in my opinion very like uh yeah just very perverted and and like she she uh um shoots back a comment the mom's inside washing the dishes she's going like oh i'm like wow we have thankfully gone a long way since that movie was there because i'm like wow the things you find them in these older movies are like how did they ever get away with that? And why did they think it was accessible? 
Yeah, it was a completely different mindset. I remember watching, um, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't a movie from the past. It was something that was depicting the past, but I remember watching an episode of Mad Men, you know, and it's supposed to be, I think the sixties and they are at a picnic in a park. Yeah, I saw that scene. You've seen that scene. And then they just like trash goes everywhere and they just leave. And like my, my soul hurt. I'm like, 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 that was okay back then. And I'm like, wow, wow. How did we, I'm surprised that we've lasted this long as as a society with all this stuff that we used to do. Well, I'm just saying we're 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 paying for it now as we all sit oh, in isolation. Absolutely, and yeah, and, uh, and and getting lax in hygiene and stuff like that. And, and now we're learning, yeah, hygiene's something to be to be more mindful of. Uh, not not being mean with bats and yeah, there's a, there's a whole bunch of things. <laughs> things that you would think would be common sense, kindergarten stuff. Yeah, we need to be, we need some refresher courses. <laughs> Wash your hands, uh, sing ABCs, and all that. Oh, uh, that's awesome! That's awesome. I have not, unfortunately, had much um, time to be geeky. Uh, the show is coming out on Sunday, so once you guys hear this, it will be all done. But our schools. Uh, fall play is going up uh, t- tomorrow for, for, for where I am in time. And um, this is my first show at my new job. Um, and I am both excited and terrified because this is going to be the first experience that anybody has ever had in this school with my directing, with my teaching style, with any of that stuff. Yeah. And it is all online through Zoom. Wow. And, and so it is not, I have very little control over so many things. <laughs> yeah. I was going to ask you how you, because I remember like when I talked to you last, you were going through this stuff and I'm, I'm thinking, wow, how to do a play like that? Because I mean, I, I know they've been doing table reads like like the, the Shia LaBeouf where they were doing Ridgebot High and Shia LaBeouf is just like killing it. Did you see that one? They were, I didn't. Oh, it was amazing. They're like, they got a bunch of celebrities together doing uh, uh, Fast Times at Ridgebot High and Shia LaBeouf is just like killing it, killing it really. Like he's just like, like either he was high or something, but he was just perfectly in the character. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So it's, you know, the kids are doing a great job. Yeah. It's hard when they can't see each other. They are, you know, trying to be off book, but there's really not a lot of of motivation to be because you can have the script right there and nobody's going to know. Yeah. Um, you know, and so they they've really had to kind of pull together. We we lost a kid last week who just because of life issues was not going to be able to be in the show. So I'm making a cameo appearance, which I never do in my own shows. And so, but it's just like, you know, at my old school, I would totally just say, Hey, Bob, come and do that. Cause I'd have that pool of people that I knew I could call on yeah. in a pinch, but I've been on my campus once. <laughs> like I went there to pick up a t-shirt and, um, and sign some papers and look at the theater that I'm going to eventually be working in. And so, um, I don't know most students, like the only students I know are the ones that I have in class. And I only know, them by sight if they turn on the camera, which very few do. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's just such a weird situation. And so we are like, today was the, the tech run through and the only tech we have is I have one student who's playing the sound effects through her 
um, her stream. And, but they have to, they have to set up. We're, we're doing it through on uh, Broadway on demand.com. And so I had to set up all this stuff in my zoom meeting and then I can broadcast to them and then they can stream it out to people who have paid. And so it's just very like, it's very complicated. And I feel like as somebody who podcasts, as somebody who has gone on to Twitch and, and streamed, you know, a, a handful of times, I feel like this is something that, should be easy to do. And I'm like, what is a computer? As the guy is trying to, to talk to me <laughs> about what I'm supposed to do. And I felt like I just, I was like, Oh, this is so embarrassing. Cause I'm trying to, trying to follow directions, but I, I think I've reached that age where I have fallen behind enough on technology that it has to be explained to me very slowly. <laughs> I, I, I'm reaching that that same place. Like my my nephew is amazing at computers and tech, and I'm like, uh, what do I do? And he's like, you do this, this. I'm like, slow down. And I remember <laughs> ten years ago, I was the exact same way. Yeah, and you're just like, oh my god, what's wrong with you? It's not that hard. And now I'm like, oh god, I've become I've become that person. <laughs> yes, and. I can I can also guess a nerve that you probably have is if like the internet goes wrong and, and like someone's paying good money for this and you're like, oh no, what happens? Yeah, exactly. I I because it's it's live, like yeah. it's a live performance. So if they come in ten minutes late, they miss the first ten minutes. There's no rewinding. There's no scrolling back. Like you get what you get. It's a live broadcast. And so the good thing is, is that we start broadcasting a half an hour before it hits the stream. So for that half hour, it's just going to be us just chilling in the zoom call, but the guys on the tech end can watch it and say, okay, is it working? Are we having any problems? That's good. Yeah. They get a good 30 minutes head start on it to make sure it's not a problem. Um, And then the other nerdy thing that I've mentioned a, before, but I didn't go into detail because I really wasn't using the feature yet. But for anybody who's exceedingly tech geeky, this is kind of a cool thing. So when I found out I was going to be at home using um, my my computer, my home computer for work for at least it's going to be over a year at this point uh, because there's I, we're definitely not going back until March. No, and I I honestly don't see any way we're going back this school year. Like I just don't. I don't yeah. think it's going to happen. I and so, even yeah, like go Blizz, even BlizzCon, I I'm of the idea that I think BlizzCon 2022 is really the next logical one because with with uh, oh I yeah, I get into like the fact that someone's a and such a worker and they have out of so they told me out of 100 employees, only 15 are taking the vaccine. So yeah, there's a lot of stuff that's going to be happening soon. We could, yeah, there's going to be a lot of like it's going to be a very like we we're like oh god, we're so happy that it's 2021. That we got we got a lot of carryover, guys. <laughs> we're gonna, we have a lot of cleaning up of 2020 to do before we're going to get back to something normal. Yes, but when I yeah, but when I found out that I was going to be at home, I I convinced my husband to let me splurge on a beautiful beautiful monitor. Nice. I have, I have a CRG 9 49 inch curved gaming monitor. So this thing is huge. It's like over the size of two standard monitors. I saw and, that uh, Little Sparks had one of the uh, not the, the not that model, but 
she had a, a commander like that was like, oh my God, but that is amazing for like viewing stuff and gaming. Oh. Oh yeah, I mean, because because I've I've experimented with a lot of fun programs because there is one that's called like Pin It or something like that, where I can because I'll I'll play WoW and it'll cover my whole screen, but it's really hard to tab out to like look things up, or yeah. to see what's going on in Discord. And when I had two screens, it was no problem because it would just be on one, and then the other stuff I needed was on the other. So what I do is I pin a browser window and it stays on top. Ooh. And so I can, yeah. And so I can kind of move it into the corner where it's out of my way, but it's really easily accessible anytime I need it. And it doesn't interfere with, because I've got so much more playing space than I had anyway, it doesn't interfere with anything. And then the other feature that I just really started using maybe this week or last is um, you can s- attach a second computer to the monitor and have a two computer setup. Ooh. And I'm using, I want to say it's called input director. Okay. I got one. If you want to even, uh, in my opinion, an, an even better one, it, 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 it's a little bit of a cost, but I, I I'm, a, I'm actually a tool, a dual PC setup for streaming uh, multiplicity by Stardock. It is phenomenal, but yeah, no, I, multiplicity? Yeah, yeah, but m- multiplicity. It's like, is it, for me? I went for the like the like it was between like fifty to hundred dollars, which it's it, it's one time, so it's not like it's a subscription, but it is phenomenal. I that, that's the one that I uh, went for. So you can like scroll with the same computer with the same um, mouse from one computer to the other. Absolutely, and and it's so native. It's because like I'm actually looking right now. It's like I'm on one one, one computer, the next one, and over here, and I don't even it, like it. It feels like you are just going between monitors. Nice. Perfect. Because that's exactly what I'm, I'm doing. And this does have like, it, it, it struggles sometimes. Yeah. It's not perfect. The, I've only had to every once in a while restart this service, but out of like, I'd been using synergy before, before this one. And this one has really been amazing because there was a time I was streaming and all of a sudden like in the game I'm, I'm in, I, cause I was playing wow. And all of a sudden like, it just, Oh, by the way, your computer, your mouse is on the other monitor, and I am not going to bring it at all back to WoW. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. what? Meanwhile, you're like spinning in circles around the boss. Yes, and, I, and I, I'm, I'm screaming. I'm like, I need to do this. so. After that, I was like, okay, what, what, what's one of the most reliable ones out there? And this is the one that they said. Like I said, it's not. I've run into every once in a while like issues, but way less than synergy. Okay, so multiplicity. I'm gonna have to look into that. But um, I have, for some reason, there's a couple of things that my desktop is not happy doing. Like it, it's. I've got to figure out why, but it does not like opening things up directly in Chrome. Oh, um, if I don't, I don't know what it was. But like, if you try and click through something, it, like 50 percent of the time, you have to kind of copy and paste because it's not gonna just open it up on its own. Yeah, and I also can't get my audio leveling program to run on my desktop. So all that stuff has to happen on my laptop. But now that I've got it plugged in, I can use the same mouse and just go back and forth. And the other thing that that's good for is the fact that when I am, because the two classes, I'm teaching three classes this year. I'm teaching three sections of theater one, uh, one section of theater two, three, and then I have four sections of stagecraft. Wow. Now, if anybody can tell me how you would do stagecraft on 
a computer because <laughs> I can't exactly email them chop saws. <laughs> yeah. um, like it's, it's a really hard thing to do. So what I've been giving them is like projects and I'm having them make models out of whatever they can find around the house. But if I was in the shop at school, I would be playing music and I would be like circling around and seeing what they're doing and checking on and making sure nobody's losing fingers. So <laughs> that's what you do when you're running the shop. And so I, I play, um, I play music. I've got a, a shared Spotify list where the kids can just add songs that they want. And, and it's, it doesn't play the explicit ones. So That's if good. mom and dad are okay, in the background, I'm, I'm protected. Um, a couple have slipped through there and we're like, nope. We'll get rid of that. <laughs> did, did you get any, any of a uh, WAP, which actually is a very nice track by the way, but did anybody play WAP? I know nobody put WAP. Um, <laughs> okay. There's been a couple of times where I've accidentally opened TikTok <laughs> and you're 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 playing Russian roulette when you open TikTok because yes. it just starts playing whatever it wants. Uh, but um, so the the having the two computers set up, it's great because I stream the songs through my computer, which means I can't I can't edit. Yeah, and so if I want to edit because I'm I'm working on putting together our actual play, and if I want to edit our actual play ever, I I have to wait until I'm doing a class. Um, that's not broadcasting music and those classes I'm actively teaching in. So um, when I'm sitting there just kind of fielding questions for the kids that are hopefully working on their projects on the other side of the screen. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, it's it, some are, some aren't, but you know, I'm, I don't teach math, English, history, or science. So, you know, if they don't, if they don't get a fabulous grade in stagecraft, it's not going to ruin their careers. Um but yeah, so I can I can actually kind of just go back and forth and do a little editing if it's slow a slow day during stagecraft, and uh, it's great. So I am I am kind of geeking out over what this monitor can do because yeah. I, I I I felt a little bad when I first got it because I'm like I am really like do I really need this much monitor and do I really need all these features and now I am I feel like I am justified because I'm using them all. I feel like this is the one I saw that Linus Tech Tips was doing because because you can have both monitor uh, computer screen both computers on the on the same screen at the same time, right? Yeah, and so I can I can set it up so that it's half and half. Yeah, um, I can set it up so that it's two thirds one and one third of the other, or the reverse of that. That and is amazing. So, yeah, it's so fun, and and I I found that at least with my setups, it works better with my main computer being the two third and my laptop being the one third. Yeah, and it feels like one continual screen it's just two computers and i don't have to worry about what and it came in handy today because when that guy was trying to get me to do the um the tech stuff apparently the chrome not opening up the links was causing me problems so i had to immediately switch over to the the laptop but i really didn't have to move stuff around because it's all already integrated oh and let me tell you multiplicity it has copy and, and pasting of of uh, links and you can drag and drop files between the two and it it just it works over the over the your uh your your um lan to do to, to move between stuff so like it's it, it's amazing like I, I i can copy a file between the two not to get you excited about multiplicity over <laughs> input director no that's that's great i mean the in, input director was just the one i found that yeah. was free and easy but now that i'm seeing kind of the the challenges that it has um i've been totally down for looking into multiplicity because it is um, 
yeah, I think that would be very handy. And we we are not sponsored by any of these products. We're just geeks who have stuff. Yeah, we're just geeks that are geeking out over tech. But if you know if somebody wants uh, some people to uh, to do some uh, spots and you want some advertising, yeah, send some uh, send some of those monies our way. We'll yeah. be happy with that. Use that <laughs> the coupon code uh, uh, Epic Rage or Frasley at checkout and and, and uh, save like a hundred hundred and five percent on your on your order. <laughs> <laughs> They're giving you money back. That's yes. awesome. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Anything else going on that we should talk about before we get into the the ins and outs of Shadowlands? Oh no, because I think we, we we talked about a lot of the a lot of the, the geeky stuff, and like I, we could go on forever on this stuff. So I, I say <laughs> let's move into the Shadowlands before there's very little left of the Shadowlands for us to talk about. Absolutely. All right, we're gonna we're gonna stop right here and then give a little commercial break, and we will be right back. When toxic culture has you down. When you're just looking to laugh and have fun. Kick back and enjoy watching a video game. Or just make some new friends. It's time to visit the geek to geek Media Network. A community of podcasters, streamers, and bloggers. Well, more of a family than a community. All dedicated to geeking out about the things we love. Things like... Video games! Star Wars! Beep, 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 beep. Comics! Movies, K-pop, Disney Plus, Keanu. Keanu Reeves, new, or whatever our community decides is the next best thing. That's right. We have a great online community on Slack and Discord where we chat about our weekly geekery with listeners and viewers. And each other. Yep. And each other in real time. And we can't wait for you to join us. So come check us out at geek2geekmedia.com. And escape toxic fandom for something much more... Keanu? Yes, Keanu. And we're back. And today, I am very happy I got a request for this one. And I'm like, it's already on the books. Nice. <laughs> coming. Um, we're doing a Shadowlands uh, review for what we were like, what, two weeks in, three weeks in, three weeks in. Wow. I can't believe it because it, it, it feels like this whole year, I don't know where it is. It's, it's like December already. Where did everything go? I'm looking back at pictures from December of 2019. I'm like, Wow! Wow! How naive I was to not even realize the pandemic was coming back then, and and like I I I'm, I was on a on a cruise, arm in arm with people, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> dodge that bullet! <laughs> I, I actually I literally did apparently from the, the the when I understand the the following cruises, people actually were starting to get it, and I I found out that like um so it was one of those I I dodged it by a few weeks when I understand and. Wow. I'm sad that anybody got it, but it was just like, wow, how much we did not know. Yeah, seriously. No, it's it's been it's been weird. And it time has been like sometimes it feels like it's moving exceedingly slowly. And yes. sometimes it feels like it's just zipping by. And I even the even this the Shadowlands launch, I know it was delayed, but it almost feels like I can't believe it's here. And and, and then I'm like, oh wow, it's 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 already gone. Cause I, I don't know how much you're looking forward to the burning crusade servers because i have not been playing classic since the release even though i i, mm-hmm. I got into the classic i mean talked about it a bunch on 153 but like i can't believe that we're the next big announcement for wow is going to be the burning crusade stuff which they're going to unveil at blizzcon online that, that i'm not i'm not the first one to say that so it's not like an original frasley idea but yeah mm-hmm. it's it's just weird to be like oh wow because ding i i ding 60 last night on, on my main i'm like wow where'd the xp bar go it's gone <laughs> 
<laughs> it's so weird to not have that bar there. And uh, well, let's let's start from the beginning. Let's talk about the delay. Are are were you cool with it, or did you struggle? Like I know a lot of people in my guild were like not happy, um, but of course a lot of them took the time off too. And yeah, I think for the ones who took the time off, I absolutely understand any displeasure because someone I know could not get the time back. So then when they when Shadowlands came out, they had no time to play, but. I played in the beta. I, I did the campaign twice in alpha and beta, and mm. there were areas that were not ready. And of any year for a, a delay, this is the year I I'm absolutely give them every ounce that they need to delay. I was even saying you need to delay till January. Go right ahead. I mean, because I don't know about anybody else, but I have struggled some days to be productive. I've struggled to like get over like any mental issues that I got that, I, that I'm working through and like, just like the, the malaise that's over everything. So yeah, I think, did, did you know that blizzard from what I understand is one of the only companies that like, well, I don't want to say only company, but they have really been insistent on working from home. All the voiceovers you hear in Shadowlands. I was reading a tweet by Steve Dan user that they worked with recording studios across the world to make sure that the actors could record from their homes. And it sounds amazing how like, it doesn't sound like you have one person on one mic or one person on another mic talking into something. It right, sounds right. like they're in the same area talking to each other. So they did a phenomenal job to have recorded these from home with so many different mics, so many different work environments. That's yeah, that it's, it's kind of crazy. And now I'm, I selfishly was kind of happy that they waited because they launched it over my Thanksgiving break. Oh yeah. So I had the week off and I was perfectly happy with that. <laughs> nice, but, yes. But I do think, like, I, I didn't feel like it wasn't ready. I felt like it was good. I only played through the first five levels. I, I played through most of Bastion in the alpha. The alpha? Yeah, because we weren't in beta yet, I don't think. Or the early, early beta. Like, it wasn't the open beta. Yeah. And uh, it was when they, they asked people to, to test um, classes. And so I was running around on a... a Beastmaster Hunter. Oh, nice. And yeah, and and Bastion was okay. And I was kind of glad to hear it was going to be the first one because I wasn't thrilled with just like it, it's it's still my least favorite out of the four. Yes, I, I would say like I, I the story has me as me enraptured, and I want to see like where they're going to go with the with the cult mentality there and like working for and against that and, and like the, the, the powers and the archon. I want to see where that, want to see where that goes, but yeah, it's it and Maldrax. No, Maldrax is just cool in its own way because of how like metal it is. And like all these houses teaming up. But yeah. Bastion, I think was done the most because they had, they wanted to get ready for BlizzCon. And even what I played had more stuff, but it mm -hmm. felt like what we saw at the demo at BlizzCon. Right. And for, for me, it was like, I don't know how you feel about the four areas, but I feel like since they've kind of railroaded you into a path, um, I actually like them more as they go. So the the order that you go in, that's my least to my favorite. So okay, yeah, yeah, Bastion. I was like, okay, this is this is fine, and um, and then I got to Maldraxxus, and I was like, all right, this is, I like this a lot. I like this. Maybe, you know, maybe I'll go, I'll use this as my covenant. And I figured I've never been the druidy type. Like, it's just never been my aesthetic in WoW. I've never really cared. 
oh my god, the 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 feels that you get in Ardenweald. Yes, and like uh, I I don't want to. S- Oh, there's a character I don't want to say the name because I don't want to spoil it because you've you've got to see it. But like, yes, yeah, I know I know who you're talking about. <laughs> we'll, we'll do a spoiler bit later. Okay, good. good. <laughs> so cute. But yeah, yes, yes, yes. Like I I I see that. Like as as you go on, it gets you in more and more into the story. And I I think Ardenweald and Reverend Dress are, in my opinion, two of the best zone for for different reasons. Like Ardenweald, the 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 quests seem like like very different they're not just kill 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 it's a bunch of like okay do this okay try this over here and revendreth oh wow you will go between here you find, i found some of the most quest hubs like i i, I was like someone said hey go over here and, and help me over here I'm, i go over there find a bunch of quests and i go back over here and say, okay now I'll go on here okay now i need you to go here but then while you're over here and you do, do, do stuff and 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 revendreth you actually can unlock things to do in the overworld by doing side quests. So you 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 get abilities for doing side side things. And I was like, that is a cool thing. It it adds growth and and exploration to the game. Yeah, well and and I I I have never been like out of all the movie monsters, vampires are not my favorite. They're just not. They've just yeah. never been my thing. And I'm like, okay, it'll be a fun zone. But I I was like, oh my God, I love the stories are so I think they have finally gotten to a point where they have kind of just become experts at storytelling. Yeah, I know. It's starting in Warlords of Draenor. We everybody was saying that the the leveling part, the story part, was really really good, and I feel like Legion was just a lot. You know, they gave us to us a little bit more with the the class halls, and there's so much lore there. And then you go into Battle for Azeroth, and I know a lot of people kind of struggled with it, but I still feel like the story is very, I don't know. It's very strong. It was. I don't think they've ever been this strong. Like Shadowlands is on a whole new level. I, I think where battle for Azeroth went bad in my opinion is the story was you could go anywhere and Legion. It worked because each of them was, was self-contained. Whereas in battle for Azeroth, you went here, but you're learning about story that happened to be over in this zone. And they weren't ever able to really make each zone feel unique. They felt Mm -hmm. like they were part of the bigger. And if if you weren't following the storyline, you're like, okay, but how does that work over here? Whereas at least in Shadowlands, you are forced along a story. And the story makes sense as you're going. Because you start with one, one goes into the next. And they don't go into the next exactly the the way you think. But they are building on each other until until the end. I think of like the opening campaign as like the dessert sampler. You, you see each faction and you, and you see what each covenant has here. And then, I, and then at certain points you're like, Hey, which of these do you want? Can you get to order the whole thing? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, and which, which covenant did you end up going with your main? Right, right now, Frasley just made it to 60. I'm still in Reverend Death, but I've already decided on, on Ardenweald. I was going to go Reverend Dress because of all the vampires. N- not that like I love vampires, but like I loved the idea of like of like having parties and and Reverend Dress. But then when I saw how cute Ardenweald was and the stuff and and the uh, the character when I found out how cute was, I was like, "Oh, I got it. That means in the, the covenant with, with with that with that character." I was like, "Yes, yes, yes." Okay, I have not seen the character that you're referring to yet, Ben, okay. because I thought you were talking about a different character that I was very excited to see. But um, yeah, so did you? So did you pick? So you picked for story. You didn't pick for 
uh, min-maxing. No, and I am not a min-maxer. <laughs> Anybody who knows me knows, like, I don't, I, I go for what I like. I, I And if I'm, if I'm enjoying it, cool. Like, even my talents, I, I kind of pick for, what do I like? And I, I went for the one that that fit for, for, for that character. I, I am going to go through all the other covenants on all, but yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I am, if I'm understanding right there, there is something that, and it was my, one of my concerns. Somebody was like, which one do I go for bet for best in slot? I'm like, cause the, I'm seeing people running the stats and it does sound like there is a best covenant. And I was like, yes, no, Blizzard don't do that. Yeah. It's very frustrating. Cause, uh, because I ended up going, uh, I'm, I'm leveling a monk this, this expansion and uh, I, I do want to start getting into tanking and, and healing, which I have not done. I've always DPS and usually ranged DPS. So this is kind of a new, a new world for me. And this is the first time since cataclysm that I've been in a raiding guild. So Ooh. yeah. So this is like all new territory for me. And, um, and so I did go bastion, even though it's my least favorite of the, um, Covenants, I, I think it's everything says it's the best for the monk on pretty much all three levels. Yeah. And for all all three categories. And so you know, it's fine because I don't dislike them. Um it's just they're they're you know, I probably would have gotten with Ardenweald or um or Revendreth. And I again I, I'm I'm not a raider and I'm not and I don't do mythics, but I still wish play agency did not define your, your power. I, it should be just like your, your skin or what do you add on top of it? Mm-hmm. And I, I want the idea. I, I, I want each character to be able to choose what they like, but I get it. If you're, if you're really, you need that extra percentage to, to finally pull it through for the team. And, and it, it's an unfortunate area where, where Blizzard is, in my opinion, that they, that, that they built this, where you are really dependent on this. I, I was talking with, uh, it, it's been it's been years, but when I was last time I was on Azure Roundtable, I was talking with them, and and they had an idea like, what if like a rogue could unlock a thing, like you're, you're in dungeon, the rogue could unlock a, a shortcut. Like each character could be beneficial, but Blizzard has either they've tried and hasn't done it, but they've not made it where you can really just choose and not worry about how does it affect your end game. Yeah, yeah, it's I and I understand that it's got to be hard. Like I can't imagine trying to balance. Like balance has got to be. Like there's a lot of math, I'm sure. Yes, <laughs> that is math that I would not want to do. I installed an, an add-on toward the end of BFA that was the Azerite power traits because I would always pick like, oh, this trait looks really cool to me, and someone's like, oh, that is shit. I'm like, oh, okay, because they're like, it sounds cool, but it does nothing. Oh, great. Yeah. And I'm bad at I'm bad at doing that on my own. So I'm all about looking at Wowhead or icy veins or and and I finally I finally was just like at the end because I just I liberated just at the end of. Uh, of BFA. Um, and, uh, it, I, I knew I was not going to be able to do it on my own. So I broke down and I got, um, ask Mr. Robot. Okay. Yes. Again, again, if you want, if you, this is not product placement, I'm not being sponsored, but if you want to sponsor me, I'm, I'm happy. Um, but yes, so I, I started doing that and it's amazing how you go, Oh yeah, these are not, the ones I would have picked. This is not the way I would have specced my armor. Yeah. Like I, I used to do Ash Mr. Robot and just to save a little bit of money, I went down to pawn, but I'm again, I'm not raiding and all that. Cause someone said for what I'm doing that I can be just a pawn, but yeah, I, I mean, you go, when you, like when you go to what you need to, what you need to do, that is where you need to do the Sims and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. 
weird tangent. Imagine if like when we get player housing and they and they add the music from the Sims and you're like dun, 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 the, 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 the piano solo and all that. <laughs> I played way <laughs> too much Sims one. Uh absolutely. Um okay, so I'm gonna put a spoiler mark here. And so I'll maybe give us 10 or 15 minutes because I want to be able to geek out about some of the stuff because you've gotten through the major campaign. Yeah. Yes. And, and uh, I have not gotten into like past Oribos, but I, I finished pre- pretty much everything in the campaign in beta. So, and I'm working through it now on, on live. So I, I know a good portion, but I, I'm not averse to spoiler. So spoil away. Okay. So, um, well, first of all, I am not about spoilers. So please tell me who is the, who is the cute, one you're talking about chufa oh the little squirrel like i hate squirrels and frasley but i'm like oh how you doing oh he saved us he's not like us but he said like oh chufa and then like when chufa's on your head i'm like i hope chufa's this and then you find out that like later on that you can get an animal form and i found out from my friend leah wild that you can actually be like different animal forms and articles like okay this is my covenant like i i I can be in a rested area and have unlimited use of the animal forms. And I'm not a druid. This is my covenant. This is like, I love cute things. I've, en- I've embraced cute things this year because I've, I've always loved them, but I now feel comfortable and secure enough to embrace it. And, oh, our animal is just amazing. And I, I, I love Lady Moonberry and, and her pranks. I love how you go down the, the, the main quest and the pictures are like, you should have stayed on the path. <laughs> and I'm like, that mm-hmm. is great. Are, are we getting are we getting all of these things as uh, as allied races? Because I want a pixie. I yes. want I and I am I am not somebody who I ever thought what I would say I would want to pick to play a pixie, but I would totally play a pixie because they are so much fun. Yes, absolutely. Um, and like hopefully if, if we do, we can fly around too and because oh like that that is just amazing. And yes. Everybody. I want them. I want the fawns. I want yes. the. I want the gargoyles. Like there's, there's so many different allied races that I'm like, please, please, just these all out. Yes, little owl people. <laughs> and I mean, it could work in like some way that, like, I know the stewards want to serve everybody, but they could work out in some way that okay, they want to serve the the faction that they realize that their service is bigger than just one person, but they're serving the horde. I do think that they need to go. I think they need to go full Pandaren on this set of factions because people are going to be pissed if they get put, yes. if the allied race that they want gets put on the opposite faction. That would just not go well because I think if they're going to do it, you're probably going to get um, Ardenweald and um, Bastion are going to be Alliance and Maldraxxus and Revendreth will be Horde. Which I get for the Volpira because the, the Volpira really were were hurt and, and and abused by the Seventh Legion. So I definitely get why they did not want to go Alliance. But yeah, they need to, to, to go. Well, I'm still the camp that they just needed to let you do mercenary and do whatever you want with anybody that you want and not have to be on one faction. You can still be in faction for the story. But yeah, overall, they, they should go Pandaren for these allied races. Yeah, absolutely. I think they should just be like, yeah, they're they're... I, I just don't know story-wise if they're going to let us do it. I know. Um, the other thing I want to talk about is how are you doing with the cameos? Because I honestly thought – I'm happy with the ones we've seen, but I honestly thought I was there were going to be a lot more cameos in this one. Because, I mean, for, for those people who are not 
really following Shadowlands, but are hanging out and listening to us talk anyway. We appreciate you. Um, this one is all about leveling in the afterlife, basically. And so we're, we're finding all of these characters that have previously died and we're interacting with them. I thought there were going to be more. Yeah, me too. And like G- Garrosh, uh, like we, we know he's there, but I've not run into Garrosh and I, and I, as, unless I'm misremembering beta, cause I'm still going through the, uh, the, on, on Revendreth on, on live. I've not seen Garrosh at all. And you hear Garrosh going and all that. So I, I don't know where he is. Someone said, don't forget, they have to add stuff for patches and they need content to go further. But yeah, I want to see these characters that like that we don't have. I mean, I, I still am, am of the opinion that we could see Varian. I, I, I know Godan destroyed him, but does, does that mean he destroyed the whole soul? Because yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and I mean, uh, the, the Ysera quest line was just like, it made me happy. Yeah, because that was such a tragic death. They, they was so tragic. They played it again. It's like, oh. I don't need to see this again. I felt bad the first time it happened. You had to see her get turned, and then you had to see her fight, and then you had to see her. And while you're doing it, she's like, "Oh, this is hard." I'm like, "It's hard. You're not the one actually playing the, the, the thing. You're just watching it. I actually have to be you until you die." <laughs> You think it's harder for you? It, it, it hurts more for me than it hurts for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like just somebody make it stop. Um, but I, I love that. Um, I, I loved the. There were a couple of people that I had to like, like look up. Yes, like the Houndmaster from um, from Scarlet Monastery. I I figured it was him, but I was like, I'm going to double check because well, we- it's not like we need we need an add on or something like that. That like you you look, you look at a character. Be like, who is this? Where are they from? Because yeah. there are even in some of the cinematics. I watched the Artemis cinematic the first time when it was on YouTube. I had no idea it was Ursok. And I was like, who's that? Someone's like, Ursok. Oh, Ursok! Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that just like I, I I love the ones that they've put in. I want more. I want yeah. more. I want to know what happened to all these people that we've seen die over the years. Um the the one especially since Jaina's in there, the one that I'm uh, why are we not seeing what happened to her little no is it Kindy? Or yeah, 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 Kindy, yeah. Yeah, why aren't we seeing that? Because like we we we, we see Kendi of um in there more, we we see the 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 person lighting the lights for for, for Kendi and Dalaran. Yeah, where is Kendi? Because because you know Jane is gonna. Oh, oh, I'm now. I don't want to see her have to see that because. Oh, well, I think it would bring her peace if she like she knows that she's okay. You know that yeah. kind of, the kind of resolution to that story. Um, yeah. So the story, I think we can both agree is just amazing. How do you feel? How, well, how much end game have you gotten to and how do you feel about it? I, I haven't gotten into any yet. Cause uh, even in beta, I was locked out of it by, by two levels. I did not feel like grinding at the time. So that was pre one of the final character wipes. So I don't mm-hmm. even know about the conduits and stuff like that. How are you enjoying that? I am not loving world quests. I don't know. I'm. I'm. I've heard that other people are are struggling with it too. The nice thing about Battle for Azeroth is you could. I could. I could clear a lot of world quests in an hour, and I realize that's not the point of world quests necessarily. But for somebody as busy as I am, I could like bang a couple out before school and and be done and yeah. not and feel like I'm keeping up. And all of the world quests. There's a lot fewer of them. 
and they are all like three or four parts. So you don't go through them as fast and they take forever to get to because everything's so spread out. And so my biggest complaint with this right now is that the, and maybe it's just because I need, I need better gear because I haven't been playing for the last week or so because of, of my show, but I, I feel like they're a little too hard for where I'm at right now. They, they take a little too long and they take forever to get to. And so, I mean like literally like old, old school classic set yourself on the flight path and go make yourself a sandwich long. Wow. Okay. And, uh, it, uh, uh side note, I, I saw a week ours where you can actually add flight music like in <laughs> while you're flying, but yeah. Ooh, that does not excite me. No, I mean, and it's, I mean, it's not bad. They're, they're very good, but they feel very familiar. They feel like they're kind of the standard, you know, you've, once you do a cool quest that has an interesting mechanic in the game, you're like, okay, this is going to be a world quest because they want you to be able to do this over and over again. Okay. Yeah. The, the, the same thing that happens with, with, with the dailies. Cause you're like, oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. And mm-hmm. that, that's been my biggest complaint with the world quest. I'm, I'm not a developer when I say this, but the world quests. When they were, were introduced in Legion, I thought, "Oh, cool! This is going to change every week." I thought, "Okay, they're, they're, they're going to put a developer on World Quest." In addition to what they also do, every week I'm going to log in, get new quests, and then nope, it's the same ones over and over again. They add new ones with patches, but it still is like there, there's there's not enough, especially for a game that's that's ever living. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I do like, I feel like they really want you to explore in this one. I feel like they really want you to figure stuff out on your own, even though you yeah. all still go to world, uh, wowhead and, and look it up, but they, they definitely want you to explore a lot more in this one. And I, I appreciate that. But when people have limited time crunches and they want to get through their dailies to make sure they get them done, um, it's really hard when they're so spread out and take three or four steps to get through. Yeah. That's my biggest complaint. I do like Torghast. Oh yes. I, I love that in beta and I'm excited to get into it again. And, and cause in beta, i never got to experience the actual progression of it. I just explored. I I just loved, you got powerful and you got these abilities that you went through and and see how good you are. I'm excited to see something where have they, have you, have you been able to, to see, like, have you gotten items to, to level your character through Torghast yet? Yeah, they, they basically they're just little balls of energy just float there, and then you click on them, and it gives you an option of like you can pick any of these different. Like sometimes they'll give you one option, you just have to pick it. Yeah, sometimes they give you two or three, and I I do like like I I I've been lucky I think in picking ones that work for the character because we just talked about I am not good at at these things because I think that they sound good and on paper they just aren't but I've been pretty lucky and I think I've picked the good ones and you definitely can tell that it it keeps you in pace with everything else oh there is I I I think I'm seeing there's a, a add-on for picking anima powers if I was seeing it right so th- th- that'll tell you. I gotta look this. I gotta look it up far, far more. But if, if I'm already seeing stuff, so like, uh, add on for Torghast powers. Yeah, I'll have to look that up too because yeah, that would be helpful. But I think I've been pretty lucky getting through. I do feel. Did you ever play? You might be too young for this. Did you ever play um, City of Heroes? 
Oh, absolutely. I loved it. Yes. Okay. Okay. So you know how they kind of randomly generated all the dungeons in that thing? Yes. And, and, uh, and, and, and like it, it didn't quite feel the same because you had some, it was, it was like a build up on, do you ever play Anarchy Online? Uh, I've seen it. I haven't played it. Th- that game, you would go through like the, the same areas, but every time you went into it, it was different because there was like a different end bot. There, there was an, a different inje- an objective. You either go in to kill somebody, you go in to pick up something. Yeah. I loved how City of Heroes had that. And like that part felt, felt um, amazing. Yeah. And it was cool that they changed it up. The biggest problem is, though, is that they don't necessarily change up the little side quests that you do in there. So it starts to feel a little bit like, okay, well, it's the exact same place. It's just, you know, the side quests are the same every time you go in. And so, um, you know, I'm hoping that they add a little bit more depth to that stuff. Yeah. That was one thing that they had said, at least that was this at the West, the West Next panel, some of the interviews afterwards. That they want to introduce new new stuff into Torghast, and, and and so it sounds like they're going to add in like new floor models, new 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 paths to go. Because if they can keep Torghast fresh and exciting, then I think that they have a winner for repeatable stuff. When, when you're bored of dungeons and you just want to go on and and do stuff, that they just think it has to have to make it unique. Yeah, well, and the traps are a pain in the ass. Oh, Not gonna yes. lie. the pat the traps are hard. Like it's, it, you, you have to go through, um, you know, you don't, it's not, it's not always obvious what's going to happen. It's not always obvious that there is a timing to it. It, you, you really have to kind of just guess and hope for the best. And I have used roll a lot. Oh. <laughs> so the roll, the roll uh, ability comes in quite handy. <laughs> That's why I'm glad as a warrior, I have a thing where if I'm out of combat, I, I I recharge. So if I do one of those spikes wrong, so this is my warrior. It's nice to be like, okay, that was bad. Just wait here. Okay. Now I can go in and do stuff. But yeah, classes that, that can't heal themselves so easily. Ugh. Well, and the, the, the thing that sucks about that, because I can heal myself up, but one of the levels had this, um, like they send this creature after you if you're not in combat. Oh, and so yeah, like chilling there trying to get <laughs> chilling there trying to recover your health, and something starts attacking you, and they're not easy to defeat. Oh, yeah, and uh. <laughs> <laughs> but this is the most challenged I felt in in WoW. I, I think that's yeah, I think it's good. I think it's it's something that we've been out of practice of. And so it's a little bit of shock to the system, but between that, and then the last thing I think we haven't talked about as far as end game stuff goes is the maw. Oh uh, yes. How is the maw? Cause I've not, I've not been in there yet. It's I, I learned very early on that you basically have to go all the way to the outside of the, the zone and work your way back. Because if you start, Close to the zone, you know, the way it works is as as you kill little mobs do stuff, but as you kill the bigger mobs, um, you get more of the eye of the jailer debuff. And um, the first thing they do is they start shooting chains at you. So if you you see this little swirly thing on the floor, and if if you get hit with it, that they, they lock you down in chains, and you start losing health, and you have to like click all the chains. And then the second one, or the, the, that's the second one. The first one is the certain mob, which you don't see a whole lot of, start attacking you on sight. Um, the third one is, I think, 
the assassins, and that one's the hard one because they start anytime you go into combat. Combat, they send an assassin after you, so you have an additional mob you have to take care of, and it's it's scary (laughs) when you've got the little I'm being hunted thing on you and and it's following you around. It's like, I'm concerned. So you can't work from the entrance out. You have to go in, get all your quests, go all the way out and then work your way back. So by the time you have this huge debuff on you, you're close to home and you don't have to, you don't have to worry about as much. I'm glad for that because Mechagon w- was being touted as this amazing zone that like you are there and everybody hates you and you have to work and, and build this stuff up and Mechagon just turned into get get your dailies done and get out of there and like uh, farm these mobs and get out of there. Whereas mm-hmm. I'm glad that there's a zone that is hard to get into almost like a hard mode of wow. It, it, it's, it excites me about Torghast and hearing that the mods this way. Okay. I, I'm glad for that because the, the, the single player side of the game needs a challenge where you're not just being the the champion of all and and, and like you, you have something that's trying to stop you okay that excites me even if it's yeah. frustrating I, i'm excited for it oh it was very frustrating and that's why i like i would be farther along if i didn't have stuff going on but i can't do a full day of 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 teaching and then rehearsal and then be like okay now i'm gonna struggle through Torghast. yes and struggle through the mod so i'm like i just need to get to i just need to get to winter break and i can do some catch-up but yeah it's it's challenging it's fun and it's cre- like you you start rogues must have a fun time because you do find yourself like trying not to get into combat until you absolutely have to, because you know, every time you get into combat, you're just going to make that bar go a little bit further. And that's a little bit closer to hard mode that you, <laughs> you don't want to have to go through. Um, it and there's story me- in there too. So it's pretty cool. It, it seems like they've built on some of the stuff that they have from the visions, right? At least you're not having quite the time down that you had in visions that because I've never, I never finished all my visions because of that, of that timer, but at least it, it sounds like they've added in that, that complexity. Yes. It's very similar, but it's a different kind of stress because I'm the same way. I didn't finish my visions either because I just like, it was stressful. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't want to down always. I don't want to get all these, all these uh, things for a key and get in there and then mess up and be like, Oh shit. I, I ruined my chance at that. Yeah, yeah, it's very, it's a very stressful little thing. And I thought Torghast was going to be like that, so I was really concerned. That one's not as stressful, oh. and you can you can pace it. So like level one is a lot easier than level three, and I think level three is where they start throwing the extra stuff in at you. Yeah, yeah, and so it's it, it's not as stressful. It just takes a while. Like it's it's a good sized dungeon type crawl if you're going to go in there. And at, and at least with, with Torghast, they're giving you new stuff as you go along. And, and if you if you get all the phylacteries, you can get you, you can keep getting more and more powers. Yeah, exactly. And in, and it isn't hard to clear the whole place. Like it's not like they're you know there's some games that have maps where if you go down a hallway, and it's the the hallway that's going to take you out, you're going to miss all the other stuff on that other hallway. Yeah, it's usually not that spread out, and so you can usually get everything. Uh, I only had, I don't remember which level it was, but there was one that I really struggled with the end boss. Um, and it took me two or three tries, but I still felt like, okay, it, it's, it's not too hard. I just haven't figured this out yet. 
Yeah, and and and, and you haven't got the the strat for because I because I know one person went to Torghast and they got out and did not beat that boss and they they felt defeated. But like, don't you get like um, items and, and and like dust from like some of the mini bosses? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get you get all this stuff that you can then take. I'm trying to work on Soul Ash because I haven't built my first. I haven't had time to get my first legendary, and you need Soul Dust to do that, and that's what you get from Torghast. So. You know, there is there is a little bit of the stress of if I don't get through this the way I'm supposed to, it's going to be that much longer before I get the legendary. But I'm sure they're going to have a catch up option at some point. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm excited to get into this stuff because I've enjoyed what I saw right now, but I'm excited to go farther into into some of this end game stuff and and, and explore it. And one thing I, I want to mention is I love that alts. I've heard it's not as fast as doing the, the campaign on, on an alt. I love on an alt, I can just say, hey, I'm going to skip the story and go right into one of the covenants and then work on end game at level 50. That yes. is an absolute change because I'm going on this question and like, I like the story. I've done it a few times. I don't think I want to do it again. I say that now and I may at some point redo the story later on, but I want, I, I think I really, really want to do the story once. Well, you've already done it a couple times in beta. Yeah, um, I think I think I've got at least one more, if not two, because the story was just so good. Oh yes, but yeah, so I I think I'll probably go in a couple times, but the you know, the fact that they have that option is just nice because it makes you know I've got one of each armor type, so I've got a mage, a monk, a hunter and a warrior. And so I want to make sure I keep those up um, and I'm all talk as it is. So I'm sure I will level more now that the, that's another thing that we haven't talked about. Have you, have you leveled anybody through the new leveling system? Yes. Um, I, I was, I was actually leveling a, a few of my alts and also been working on an iron that I may have to redo because I, of the fact that of the, 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 API was not working properly until launch, but I was leveling one and I like how you can either choose to be on the open world or I was like, I want to go in and, and do like a, a Pandaria. It's nice to be able to pick where you want to go in, in crummy time and get through it. Like I, I took one of my alts through Legion just to finish up everything. And it was cool. As soon as you were done, it, it, it brings you back to where you, to where you need to, need to go. Yeah. Well, and, and Legion, I feel is the, is the gold, leveling spot it's not the fastest because if you want the fastest you go through uh warlords but yeah. but legion if you haven't if you haven't leveled that class you have a completely different leveling experience than any of your other characters because it's all you can do all the campaigns the the uh campaign hall or the class hall stuff yeah and, and, and it's all individual it's it's all new and unique content to that character it's wonderful yeah, and and and, that, and, that, and that's what I want to do on like some of the other alts is is their class halls. I, I I I've actually only ever finished the warrior class hall. I I should have finished more in Legion. I just got lazy. <laughs> if you ever if you ever do like if you're like I don't know what to level, but I want to level something through Legion, level the monk if only for the mount. I don't know if you know about the mount for, no. for monks. Okay, so monks don't get multiple different colors; they just get the one mount. But he talks to you. Oh, okay. He talks to you and he tells you these little proverbs. And uh, you know, if you're if you're a brewmaster, he'll tell you you need to cut down on the mana buns. And like, <laughs> nice. it's yeah, it's just a fun. It's a fun character to run around with. And, and uh, 
So, so if you're if you're looking for something to level through Legion content, I highly suggest Monk. And plus, monks get the or yeah, yeah, monks get to go back to the Wandering Isle, and and, and that alone gets get, um gets me excited. Yeah, it's a really, really, it's a really, really fun fun class. I'm I'm glad that that's the one I'm doing this this expansion. Uh what have we missed? Have we missed anything? I'm trying to think of what we missed because like there's still a lot we ha- that we haven't seen yet. What I'm excited for overall though is the re- remembering how we felt with Legion, remembering how we felt with BFA, and I, I I'm I'm not asking for it to, to what, what to come next to come next. I'm just excited to see wh- where they go from this because we've gone to death now, and where does this go from? And and like wh- what do we learn? And and like wh- as I'm going through and like Sylvanas is talking with the jailer, I'm like. Yes, I love this. I love seeing Sylvanas, seeing her character's motives and all that. I want to see what's the storyline to, to come. That what where are we going to go? Like what what what's the next expansion that they're already leading us to? Well, that's the th- I was chomping at the bit for for lore stuff in Battle for Azeroth because I just I wanted to know what was going to happen with Sylvanas. Yeah, I'm like, what? Where is this story going? And now they're doing the same stuff to us in Shadowlands. I'm like, well, I just want to know what she's doing because I'm still in the camp that she knows something we don't know. I don't think she's I don't think she's innocent. I don't think she's she's not a bad character but i do feel like there's a missing piece that we don't know about and she's gonna she's gonna be like i did this for you it's twisted and evil and i you know it's probably not what everybody else would do but these were my motivations what if she leads the jailer on in some way and then it's like oh okay and by the way you're dead now jailer everybody i've saved it all you you might all be forsaken now but you at least saved azeroth (laughs) Well, that's, I honestly, I have, I have thought since she burned down the tree that she was going to like march out of the maw with all these night elves that got stuck there Ooh. Um, because she either needed them to get us to be there or she needed to, um, you know, she needed extra warriors. Like she needed bodies. I don't know, but she needed that- it. And then she can like lead them all out and be like, here, you can have them back. I never thought about that. That's why she she burned the tree down. That's why she blighted Lordaeron is to kill people to send them to the Maw, and that's why they're going to the Maw. Oh, I never connected that piece together. Whether that's the way it's gonna go, I don't know, but I think I think that's definitely a possibility. Like that's always kind of been my headcanon where I thought it was gonna go. Yeah, because like at the end of, of Nihilotha, and you have the end cinematic. I don't think that that's actually what happened. I I I've got this feeling that Nazoth is like, bye. You think I'm gone? Bye bye bye. And then I think he is working on something even more sinister and working on our minds to make us think that we're all all, all good. And and that's why I think Sylvanas she's scared. She's because we're, we're hearing about the void and stuff like that in 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 some of these zones. Like I I think Bastion was was one I heard about the void. I've seen void pop up in quite a few things. So. And they and um, Maldraxxus was visited by by the Void and, and, and had the Void battle them. I was like, okay, they're they're bringing more of the Void in the, the Void, the thing that we've that we've we've seen a bit, but we haven't seen all of it. I'm excited that we thought that the Legion w- w- was was scary. No, I think the Void is something that is even scarier. Yeah, no, I agree because I mean they're in Bastion. There's the there's a couple questions in Bastion where you have to deal with the void, or they talk about dealing with the void in the past. And um, 
it, it kind of resembles that, like in 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 our life, because I, I like looking at like real life parallels. Like, like I look how like BFA was like marginalized communities being struggling. Like, like before the storm, it was marginalized communities trying to go back to their communities and being rejected. I think it's cool how the void is like th- this evil force in our, in our world that we don't know what it is. We we, we people people try to describe it, but it's there and we can't stop it. And like that that hate and it's it's cool to to explore that in wow. Yeah. Well, I think I think WoW's been very good about just kind of being like they're not afraid to explore different things that are maybe controversial. Yeah. Or I think they're I think they're getting better at it. I love the fact that there are some uh LGBTQ plus characters in this expansion because oh, they're yeah. totally there's totally you're totally hooking up two of the the Kyrian. Yes. Like there's a whole that thing where they're like, oh, you know, we're becoming soulmates. You're getting married. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And did you know that that Pelagos is actually voiced by a trans actor? So we have, we have a trans character voiced by a trans actor. I was like, yes. That's awesome. I didn't know that. That's really cool. I, I learned that from De- from De- Des Mephisto because he has been doing some amazing charity work. And he, and he wanted to find out who voiced Pelagos. And then they found out that that, that I think it's Elliot Fletcher uh, is voiced. I was like. Okay, Blizzard, you did it right. You're showing you're showing representation, but then you're also re- having it represented by somebody who's experiencing that in in real life. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, they've they've come a long way. They've come a long way from from creepy. Uh, um. Oh, what's the Pandaren from from the Horde? Ah, uh, yes. Um. I, I'm sorry, going to, th- to think of the name. Any, anybody who's listening knows who I'm, we're talking about. You know his his voice his voice acting was very um, cringy, and they heard that people thought it was cringy, and they took it and they said, "Nope, we're going to fix that." And the same thing with uh, I think in Warlords, the people were like, "Where are all the women?" Yes, <laughs> there are all no women in Warlords, and they heard it and they fixed it. And you know, like like we said at the beginning of the show, we bring it all around full circle. It's okay to make mistakes as long as you just don't double down on them. Absolutely, and like to to go into a little bit of it because I know some people have who might be listening to this will know about the fact that that Blizzard had an issue with with like Blitzchung and 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 not letting someone talk about like what's going on in Hong Kong, and Blizzard apologized, and then like Blizzard's come out openly about about Black Lives Matter, and they even let somebody who was in the MDI add BLM to their name, so you would see it on their score, you would see that their name BLM, so they they were. So they're they're really trying to be better and use a platform that they have at at the cost of upsetting an audience that they have. There, I'm I'm impressed that they're using that. Yeah, well, and I think it it helps that you know their fans don't you know that do appreciate that or are very vocal about it. And just the fact that they, I mean, I when they had the blackout day and they were trying, all the social media was trying to promote um, black voices. Yeah, you know they were, they they actually canceled a press conference where they were going to tell us all about Shadowlands, and they were like, "Nope, there's there's more important things you guys need to be listening to right now." So, good on you, Blizzard, you're doing good. And and even like after some of like the after I think it was either the, the press conference that, that was yeah the one that was rescheduled, they 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 had an opening that, that 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 was very from the heart, and then at the end it was I think it was Ian was speaking from the heart that like he had a script. But I could tell he was genuine. I, I know there's somebody who, who doesn't believe that, but I feel he was genuine when, when he was talking to the audience. Right. Well, I mean, and when people, people in prominent 
positions, use scripts. Guys, it's because they want to make sure they're not saying the wrong thing. Yeah. They, you know, it's very, I mean, we, we, we don't worry about this because our, at least Ray and I don't worry about this because our platform is very small. So we, we don't mind just saying things and then going back and saying, well, this is not really what we meant and, and trying to fix it if we've made a noobs. Yeah. But when you're in a prominent position and everybody's kind of looking at what you're saying and every word that comes out of your mouth, you got to sculpt that. And sometimes that requires you reading from the script. I'm, Thankfully, I'm at the place yet where I'm having a video made after every one of my streams or podcasts with everything that Frasley says was wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. Well, we're going to have to not go another year. We always say this, but we're going to have to not go another year before we get you back on the show. And um, since you haven't gotten through all of the Shadowlands stuff, maybe we'll have a part two a little bit later. Oh, yes. Um, Especially because we're doing a virtual... um, blizzcon in february so that's not that's just around the corner wow you're right and 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 see another cool thing blizzard did and i i, I the fact that blizzcon line is gonna be free the fact that they make a lot of money from the virtual ticket they, they make money from the blizzcon tickets but this year they for they they, they for people's safety for for went doing a physical convention and then they're like okay online we're not going to charge you for the ticket i was like blizzard that is phenomenal yeah, they don't, they don't, they don't, they're not wanting for money. <laughs> they don't need money. Yeah. They, 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 I'm sure like money, but um, I'm glad that they're, they're not oh. doing a money grab and they're using their head. I think it's, it's good. You, did you see all of the article? I, I'm trying to think of, of, of the source because I, cause I, cause I'm not just trying to say it out, out of like, out of my ass, but like the fact that this is the best selling expansion of, 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 of World of Warcraft hit me to Wrath of the Lich King. I'm like, Wow. Well, everybody's stuck at home. Yeah, like, and I mean, my brother had—he's the one who got me into WoW all years ago. I don't think he's really played regularly since Cataclysm, and he just joined my guild a couple weeks ago. Nice. So, yeah, no, it's really nice to be able to play with all these people are coming back, and we're trying to like you know coax other other people. Come on, you want to come back? You know, you want to come back? Yeah, and, and anybody anybody listening, if 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 you want to get into WoW. It's just fifteen dollars a month because you don't even need to buy a game anymore. You'll have to buy the expansion once you get past fifty, but it is just fifteen dollars a month, and that includes everything up to battle, for, everything through Battle for Azeroth. That is fifty levels of content that that, that you get to experience. Plus, you can do alts and stuff like that. So, th- th- they're in a, a a good place right now for the fact that they they, they give you a lot of content. Yes. And if you're thinking about uh, joining WoW and you've never played, um, I'm sure that Frasley and I can use your your recruiter friend. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Let us know your friend to start. <laughs> yes. Oh, absolutely. I, I, because I, I bought all the, re- all the, all, I've recruited myself many times on the old system. The new one, I haven't done it because I have to watch my budget now, uh, especially like, uh, I'll, I'll put it here. I'm, I'm going to be on HRT uh, soon, hopefully. And, uh, and the fact that, that's going to be eaten away my budget that I have every month. So I'm watching my budget very carefully. Yeah. Yeah. We have to, a lot of people have a lot of time on their hands. Maybe not a lot of money right now. Yes. Yes. All right, sir. Uh, let's start closing this out. Any, any shout outs for this week? I think one of the, uh, the, the biggest shout outs I, I, I have to just have to give is to the, the fact that there is a part a part of the, the the community that has been very supportive and and very very open to listening to things, and I think the fact that we have come together as a community during this twenty twenty has been phenomenal. We we have toxic parts of the WoW community, but overall, 
I've seen the community learn. The, the community has done so much listening that I thank all of you for the fact that I really don't know where I would be right now if it wasn't for you. And I mean that in so many different ways that like you all have been one of my strong lifelines during during 2020. And the the the, the WoW community, the geek community, the LGBT community has really been one of the solid foundations th- th- this year for me. I, I have to agree. I really have to agree. And I'm going to give a special shout out to my guild, the shadow company. Um, especially this, it was, this was, this made me happy. So I did a, I was on girls gone. Wow. With EJ and Raven. Yeah. And, um, and so I, I did a shout out to them at the beginning of the, of the podcast and they, they stream live. And in my discord, my, my, guild leader was like hey we love you too and i'm like oh my god she's listening it's like it meant so much because you know i I haven't been part of this guild for very long but it's so nice to have a community especially with all the stuff that's going on we can't go to movies we can't go out and eat you know fancy dinners and we can't we can't do a lot of the stuff we're used to but it makes stuff that we do enjoy doing a lot of fun because we're getting that social that social component still there and and it's so important so and, so important, and I, I'm I, I don't even like I'm thinking back to like how prior pandemics w- did all this stuff. I'm like, wow, we are so lucky to have this internet, the internet that we have right now, and so lucky to have the things that, that we're able to get together. That you and I can be talking right now uh, 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 across the, the country, and we right. are talking in real time and having an amazing evening. And it's it's like, wow, what a time we live in. <laughs> Yes, like you got to take the good with the bad. You got to take mostly cuz you got to take the bad, so you might as well find some good in it too. Yes. Awesome, awesome, awesome. All right. So, coming up next week, we uh, uh Faisley and I spoke about about therapy a little bit during break. Um so this is perfect because next week we have uh Larissa Garski and Justine Mastin um who are the podcasters from Starship Therapies. And for people who don't know about them, their their product podcast uses fandoms to explain and understand um, just different psychology components. And they actually have a book out where you use fan fiction to kind of rewrite your your life and and get some of those problems out in the open. And so we're going to be talking to them next week about, about how they use therapy and geek geekiness together. Oh, I love that. Cause one thing I love about wow is the, the RP community. I, 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 you and I have a mutual friend who used some of the RP to explore their, 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 their gender identity inside of wow. And, and, and I think that's cool to be able to use these fandoms that way. Okay. That's going to be yeah. a cool episode. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really, and they're fun. They're fun people. Like we had so much fun when they were on last time. So, um, all the music in this episode is by Ben sound. It is being used under a creative commons license. You can find more music at by Ben sound at bensound.com. Geektitude is a proud member of the geek to geek network. Check out other geek to geek shows such as the geek to geek podcast tea time with Katie and Chelsea Disney forever. You can't stop me loving K-pop the Nerdberg review, my HGTV addiction, JRPGs and me, Dragon Quest FM, and sometimes Rob. Um, Geek to Geek just did their annual question and answer 
um, episode, which means that Rob has also done his question and answer episode where he steals all their questions and answers them. Uh, so nice. it's so fun. So check those out. You're going to be very entertained. Also check out our Twitch streamers, capsule J and Bama shocks, and make sure to join us in Slack or discord where you can chat with us in real time. You can currently find us at geek as well as on Apple podcasts, Stitcher, Google podcasts, and most other podcatchers out there. Please leave us a review and spread the word. If you'd like to contact me, you can send me an email at Joe Hogan at geektitude.com. You can also follow the show on Twitter at geektitude or me personally at Epic Grays. Frasley, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter at Fazitastic, where I'll share like things that are that are like very important to me, but also puns and stuff like that. So you can uh, oh oh I have to I have to share the latest one just real quick. I'm so sorry. You're, you're gonna it's okay. I uh, love a good pun. You're gonna face bump at this one, but th- th- this one was phenomenal. So I I I got this 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 text today, and I and I was trying to figure out. Um, so I, I was at work, and this. Well, out of the blue, I got a text from an unknown number. The text says, um, heart, 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 love you tons. I replied, what does that mean? They said, I love you. And that means a lot. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Well, that, love it. That, that was a pun because I love you tons. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> okay. I got it. But it's still, but it's also very sweet. Very okay, cute. good, good. <laughs> and uh, you can find me on my podcast, Frazzlecast, where I talk with different people around Azeroth, and you will find uh, Epic Rays on another episode of, of that in the future. And if you want to hang out with somebody like on the couch every week, find me at twitch.tv slash frazzlyes. Everyone's there. It's an inclusive community, so all are welcome. Perfect. Awesome. Frasley, it's always a pleasure. I just love hanging out with you. Oh, I, wish live, I wish you didn't live three time zones away. <laughs> oh, same, same. When I was at BlizzCon, I was like, oh, I, I, I wish I could move there. I mean, our our, our friend this just moved to, well, actually right now, I, I think she's been there for quite a while, but she, but, but she moved over there and like, oh, wow, she's lucky. She's over there where everybody is. And I feel like, who's over here in Ohio? Hello? <laughs> <laughs> well we'll just have to get you out here when this pandemic is over yes oh absolutely i i'm looking forward to it all right man well good journeys in azeroth and for all of you out there listening remember this week keep it geek <laughs> <laughs>